Okay. Um, it's okay. You know, the people deserve to experience this, you know, mm. in the elements. Because mm, yeah. we are in the elements. This is, this is, this is Black Untitled Unplugged. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, I don't think that they picked that up either. But, um, but um, I guess I'll ring anew. I guess that's what they call it. Like, I want to lead us in. I want to be the... Uh, okay. Um, this is... I'm very curious to hear what the what the audio on this is gonna sound like. Um, but you know, it is what it is. We're, cash is, I, I just want, I like to paint the picture of what's going on. Please so um, right now we're in, this is Ruby speaking, <laughs> just for a refresher, it's been a minute. Um, we're at my apartment, we're sitting in my uh, very empty living room. Um, anytime I'm interacting with someone in here, like talking on the phone or something like that, they're like, where are you like in an empty warehouse and i'm like don't be disrespectful it's my empty ass apartment um so yeah I'm, I'm just interested to hear what the audio sounds like on the playback and i hope it's not um upsetting i know that sometimes when things are like muffled i'll just give up yeah so hopefully it's not that and that the and the viewers can enjoy um but anyway we're in my empty apartment um my phone is sitting on my cat tower and my cat is currently also playing on it so, so I'm just so I'm just curious yeah if you're hearing scratches if you hear him doing his weird little disgruntled noises but anyway um we're hitting you uncut this week okay well, we're in the elements we're not using any fancy equipment um we don't necessarily even have a game plan you know what i'm saying these are free yep, loose thoughts and i hope you, baby yeah so um, director's cut director's cut yeah. <laughs> yeah um what we were gonna what we were thinking about i was just I, literally india just walked in and i was like okay so what are we gonna do this week um and we were just gonna you know and she's like oh okay we ought to talk about how um COVID affected us last semester and, you know just just give a give a um overview on what the heck was happening last semester and why things were as they were and yeah. i was about to get into it ranting and i was like you know what let me let's start this very freaking second mm -hmm. um oh there goes cash okay <laughs> um so yeah i guess my biggest update um we had spoken about it on that last day that we were in the studio which is just that you know things are very surreal and it's just hard to keep up with everything because things are constantly changing you know one second we're in lockdown another we're not sometimes campus is open and sometimes it isn't now we have a whole bunch of outbreaks or not and um in the most recent news for me at least um, i only have one professor that's spoken about it but he was like hey um uic is administrating the uh vaccines for 1b um so professors have it people over 65 have it um and with that being said he was like i'm gonna go ahead and open my course back up for what are they called In hybrid person? i was like are you freaking really? insane like what's so the point of that you get vaccinated no okay so so here's the catch i'm not playing with you yeah cash is um <laughs> trying to attack <laughs> india's feet that's my cat but um um it's just ridiculous, like the consciousness that they have at some point mm -hmm. in class. And he's a great professor, mm -hmm. um, but he literally had the consciousness to say, hey, I recognize that this is super unfair. I've been vaccinated. You guys haven't. Um, and with that being said, he was like, I'll it's optional. I'm just I'm going to be on campus. If you all would like to join me, then please do. And I encourage you to. But I understand if you can't and we'll you know, we'll we'll proctor virtual learning. 
Why is in he tandem. Why to put himself at risk like that? And I'm Do like, people not know yes, that please having say the vaccination does not 100% protect you Thank you. from COVID? And to not my, from the first version or Or the, the freaking second one that yeah. requires two masks to yeah. keep you safe. You will, you will still get it. Yeah, so someone correct me if I'm wrong. I'm waiting for one of your people to come through and tell <laughs> <Okay>. me. <laughs> um, which is... You know, a vaccination introduces your body to whatever it is, to whatever virus it is. It's not, it's not like your body understands the coding to whatever it is and knows how to beat it. That's not what this is. It's not like you get the vaccination and you are able to kiss and hug on people who have COVID and you're scot-free. That's not how that works. You know what I'm saying? It means that you still might get it. Your chances are lower, but it just won't, you know, they hope that. It's going to be a bit harder. Yeah. To yeah. It's going to be a bit harder to get it, get it, but you can still get it. And that's not the point. You know what I'm saying? Because just because you, that's, that's the same. People are operating with the same mentality as a lot of young people are, where it's just like, I'm, you know, sure I might get it, but it won't be fatal to me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, the same thing happens when you have the vaccination. You still might get it. And sure, it might not kill you. But that doesn't negate the fact that you could also pass it on to someone who isn't vaccinated yeah. or someone who's still at risk, even with mm -hmm. the vaccine. It's just ridiculous. So um, that's really frustrating to me. Yeah. Um, also, are there any like long-term cause like causes after having COVID? Absolutely. Um, now, now, I don't know. I have not read any... Um, mm -hmm. I've not read anything specifically from scientists, but I have seen people talk about, oh, what's life look like after COVID? And they're like, I got COVID two months ago. And a lot of people still have respiratory issues. I've seen a bunch of people talk about their taste and smell in particular. A lot of people are like, you know, I had COVID three months ago and it lasted for two weeks. It took a long time to, you know, feel like myself after. And now it's been three, four months and all of a sudden things taste really weird. I, that's what I keep hearing a lot. They're like, oh. I, you know, it's like this weird lingering smell where like I'll eat an yeah. apple and it tastes like bitter or like rancid. Like people will just talk about how like, you know, they think that, you know, things are, they're that's, like resurfacing, like it really does alter something. And that yeah. makes plenty of sense. It's something that we're unfamiliar yeah. with. Mm -hmm. It, I, I don't know. So, mm -hmm. and oh my goodness, there's this one, I've never... Like I see all the time on the internet, like like on TikTok, where people are like, "Oh, there's this like really ignorant student in my class that's always speaking up about COVID or about mm -hmm. racial things," and he's just super fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. Oops, I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> Unplugged. <laughs> um, but there's this guy who's always talking about. At some point, we were talking about COVID, and he said aloud, "I couldn't believe he was." He had the gall to really say it, which is, he said, he's like, I just think that old people are being selfish. You know what I'm saying? That's why the only reason we're on lockdown is for people who are at risk and people who are old and they should be doing more to protect themselves um, so that young people don't have to suffer for it. These are, she's like, this is our life. You know, we're, we're what? years. He's like, he's like, we're, we're losing years doing this um, just because old people won't step up and take care of themselves. And I... What? was in complete shock i think his name is zachary um i wish i had his like last name so i could completely clown on him but i just couldn't believe it i was like there are a bunch of things that don't make sense about what you're saying because even if i'm like if you're 
if you're saying, if you're yeah. suggesting that old people should literally just isolate themselves mm -hmm. and do nothing other than that, is then, that they then they're, already? first of all, that's already what they're doing. Yeah. Imagine you like, if, if you're suggesting that they'd be homebound, how are they getting their groceries? Mm -hmm. How are they staying sane? You're saying that you're miserable and angry because you're in lockdown. Imagine how a 70 year old individual would feel who maybe already lost their spouse or lives alone mm -hmm. or, you know, wants to see their family, how that would become an impossible situation if those young people are also just out and about all having COVID because quote unquote old people just need to be taking better care of exactly. themselves. It just I was like you you're yes. just so incredibly privileged to think that and it just and I'm like and I was like it's about human decency. Mm -hmm. If you can do something, mm -hmm. really no matter what it is, mm -hmm. especially if all it is is staying home and not being a dirty son of a you know what I'm saying? Not everyone wants it. You know what I'm saying? Then it then that that's, that's that should not be the end of the world and yeah. i was like and not to be no actually to be disrespectful i'm like mm -hmm. from the looks of you i don't think you had too many places to go before fucking quarantine anyway mm -hmm. so i think you'll be just fine okay you can take a year a lot of people <laughs> are traveling yeah like because tickets have gone down i wonder why yeah i wonder why because there's a pandemic and people that are traveling and going to touristy tourist sites are putting the workers who work at the tourist sites at risk. Um, yeah, I think something else that I keep thinking about is um, people, some people are just like, not oblivious, but you know, like we're, we're neutralizing the situation and normalizing it, which is good and bad because people being overly frantic about things isn't good, but mm -hmm. also resuming life as it were is also not smart. You can't just go and travel to the Bahamas for no reason, like during a pandemic, it's just inappropriate. Yeah. And even when it's for your birthday. Right, even if it's for your birthday, you're gonna have another one next year, yeah. but only if you stay inside. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but you had mentioned, you know, it puts those workers at risk. And um, what I was getting at is, you know, people, um, it's, it's like you're impacted by the pandemic even if you don't realize you are. Mm -hmm. And I keep, and at this point, like it's been a whole year of me working. I never stopped working during the pandemic. And um, for a while I was like, you know, I think I'm okay. Like I think I'm fine and I don't think it's really affecting me that much anymore. But today I nearly like, I, I just was like in awe of my situation. I was like, I cannot believe that people by the dozens are coming into this restaurant to sit down and dine and eat mm -hmm. like you came you left your house just to come to nando's to eat mm -hmm. like that's ridiculous like i just i just can't believe it i'm like don't you realize that i don't have a choice it is absolutely not a choice it doesn't feel like one anyway mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like a choice to me as to whether or not i just don't go to work mm -hmm. i don't have unemployment i don't know that i'm eligible eligible for unemployment and I'm an out-of-state student that supports myself completely on my own. Like, I don't have any family here. I don't want to depend on my family if I, if I can work. And I'm like, and here you are giving me the reason that I have to. You know what I'm saying? If we, if we simply didn't have a demand, if people were not showing up to Nana's, I'm sure that they would close our location. Mm -hmm. They would have to put all of us on unemployment, and that'd be that. Yeah. But I'm like, you are literally fueling the fire. Just because you can does Doesn't not mean that you should. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, there was this guy the other day who came in, um, 
and he was ordering he had his mask on which i hate to say i appreciate because not everybody does it some people will come in wearing it improperly or not at all and you have to redirect them to do the right thing or to get out so he was at the least wearing his mask but then halfway through him ordering he pulls down his mask he reaches into his pocket and pulls out his napkin and starts blowing his nose i'm like yuck hello we're in the middle of a pandemic and you're standing six feet away from me like i just don't need this you know what i'm saying just just wait till you're finished we have yeah. a bathroom that is open to the public just just wait not to do it in front of me and then on top of that he doesn't use the hand sanitizer after he's finished and then he has the audacity to hand me something after really? yes did you tell him to use the hand sanitizer i no i was just i was in complete oh, shock because at some I, I, at, yeah. at a point i wasn't even participating with him anymore like he was asking me something and ordering and i just was i had stepped back and did he bite you kasha it's not whatever i guys why are cat i'm sorry i'm taking a timeout i'm taking a mental timeout because cash is the worst um i just couldn't believe it i just couldn't believe it cash just get down i know that this is your play toy thing but it's ours today. It's mine for the moment. For at least two hours. And no more biting or else you're getting put in timeout. I do have to put him in timeout sometimes. Dang. Um, yeah. We're not doing good with um, like guest policies and like opening up restaurants and certain areas on campus. I'm not sure how much I can rant about UIC since I am employed by UIC but let's just say I'm very disappointed in them that I have higher expectations for this campus she leaned in for that and how UIC. they would treat me not only as a worker of theirs but also as a student here for an education during a pandemic you would think that because I am giving up a cost of being here, you know, being safe with my family, being closer to them, my health, my like um, health insurance is in Minnesota, I don't have it here in Chicago, I'm risking a lot to be here. And you would think, since I'm a worker, they would give me minimum wage. They're not paying you minimum wage? Because it's a university, they don't have to follow like city rules and city laws. So UIC and other colleges get to make up their own wages for their workers. So I get below minimum wage in the city of Chicago. Is it like $13? It's $14. $14. They raise it every, they raise it every July. So every July? Every July it's raised by a single dollar. So this July it will be $15. But I mean, well, that, that's... That's what my understanding is, but I also know that Biden has plans to raise it to 15 as like the federal minimum wage. I and that should be wage, implemented everywhere. So I, I, a, I also just learned what the difference between a wage and a salary is. Wow, I'm proud of you. Yeah, <laughs> That's good. That's I didn't good. know what that was. So I get a wage at the rec, like I, and that's only $11 an hour. And I only work like four to six hours a week at the rec. Because for the RA position, excuse me, that's a 24-hour job. Like, even though I'm not on campus, I am still, I have, like, a salary, and I get paid 30 cents an hour. 
Your Let me say that again. No, 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 Listen, listen. $0.30 an hour, and, like, is there a bonus for when you're actually on call, or it's just that's it? That's That's a constant. That's a constant. Oh, I can't. Maybe I shouldn't use this. Can you? No, I won't be all up in your business like that, but I'm angry. I'm yeah, very, very angry. Me too. And I work in hazardous spaces all the time. All the time. We'll have over, at the wreck, we'll have over I can't 200 even people up on the floor. I was going to say, I can't even believe that the wreck is open, but I, I, I can't. I'm just still, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just, I'm happy that none of this, none of the shock value of any of this is dissipating. Mm -hmm. And obviously for a lot of people it is, which is why some people aren't wearing masks anymore or are going out to eat because they're just over it. But yeah. I, I, I continue to be completely flabbergasted, bro, mm -hmm. flabbergasted. <laughs> Like people not doing what they're supposed to and stuff like I, I, I just I just can't believe it because I mean I, I would like to think that I'm handling the pandemic well I don't unless like it's an empty like it's places that I'm familiar with if I'm walking like when I was taking um, the CTA home and stuff mm -hmm. once I had like my 15 minute walk to get home and stuff mm -hmm. and I'm like it's 8 o'clock at night no one's out I take my mask off and, and wander the streets that way mm -hmm. um, and that's not the best but it's also different than entering a restaurant where you see that people are in there and not wearing it so it's like I understand that people cheat in certain ways you know what I'm saying I should if I were doing everything right wear mm -hmm. my mask 100% of the time if I'm out and about yes um, um, but I just can't believe how far people are going. People going to get like people, like people going to like events and stuff. Like, oh, I want to have you my know, birthday party can... at like a yeah. this like little place, and I'm gonna invite all my friends. And it's like, well, it's only for my birthday. I'm like, does Corona not work on your birthday? That's crazy. <laughs> wow. I had no, I, I had no I had idea. Powers like that. I had no idea. That's it's crazy. crazy. Like I saw someone go to like um, one of those pottery barns where like you go and like. It's like sip and paint type shit. Like, uh, like you get a beverage or you order food and you all eat and craft together, unmasked. I You're kidding. Do You're it being on Zoom. serious right now? You could literally do that on Zoom. Oh, like Zoom little activities are yeah. cute. Or you could just learn how to be lonely. Yeah. I'm it's okay to <laughs> learn how to be by yourself. yourself. Learn a new, learn a new hobby. That's what I'm doing. It's gonna be okay. I just learned how to crochet. And, and I don't know about coaster. other people, but I'm a FaceTime whore. You know oh. what I'm saying? Just hop on FaceTime with your friend. It's. I know it doesn't hit the same, but mm -hmm. you know what hits even harder than mm -hmm. not seeing your friends? Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. What are you crinkling? Oh, the garlic. Bread. Um. So yeah. Um, but now I guess this semester, this is the for oh, okay, okay, just a educational update. So I finally declared a psychology Ooh. minoring in black studies. So that feels exciting. And I did like a whole little grown up little spreadsheet nice. with like all the classes that I need to be taking, how many credit nice. hours I have left. Wow. I did a little tentative plan for the summer and the spring. I said, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Just because wow. I'm excited. I'm like, I need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And to do that, I need to yeah. have a plan. So, um, I think I'm done with all, I only have this semester left of Spanish, which is going okay. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, and then hopefully I'll take the last one during the summer. Um, and after that, then it's just everything working towards my degree and minor. Nice. Um, so that's exciting. And I think I'm learning just how 
like at this level what classes look like mm -hmm. and they're done giving me stupid little assignments they don't do it anymore they're just like hey you have four papers due this semester that's it okay wow, no no nice. no exams oh no God. nothing just come to class do the readings turn in these little assignments like the weird slave narrative thing yeah yeah oh um and that's it and i was like hey wow i really appreciate that about wow. you because last semester i was bombarded by like a bunch of assignments like hey respond to this student's comment then then like then then prompt the question of your own mm -hmm. and also write a paper mm -hmm. and do this test and this lab that was for one class all of that was due for one week all on the same day all due on sunday and of course you can do it before throughout the week but if you give me the last day of content on friday that leaves me two days yeah, to do like all of those all. things to the best of my ability that's yeah. ridiculous <laughs> um but this semester like um like i've actually communicated with my professors actually for that uh paper so i've been prompted to it's for black religious studies um, I have to write a six-page paper. I mean, you know, I'm just telling people <laughs> um, about. Um, I have to write like a fictional, like short story about a slave and what religion looked like in times of slavery, either here in the United States or mm -hmm. in Africa. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I I get what you're doing, but it is February, and by that I mean it's Black History Month, and I don't really want to take on that mindset today yeah. or tomorrow yeah so anyway i was like hey um i was looking um and just in terms of working we both work with both full-time students i was like hey i'm didn't get a start on this like i wanted like it's due tomorrow and i was checking out the syllabus to see when your like late policies are and stuff like that and he was like oh i like deliberately didn't put one because of the world that we're living in like i understand wow. if you just need time so just if you yeah. need time, let me know and we'll go from there. And I was like, for real? You'll, oh you'll just let me have oh more time? God. And he was like, yeah, I'll like, just like, how long do you want? And I was like, two days. He's like, okay, sure. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh that'd be that nice. Wow. So I feel it's like better That's and worse so this semester. I'm like, no I think in month that. three now of mm -hmm. being a like, virtual learning, they just... They have a little bit more compassion for people, no, yeah. but also not enough because they're opening classes back up. Which on is campus. so sad. Yeah. So, yeah, I I enjoy my classes much more this semester than I did last semester. My teachers are most of them are a lot more reasonable. Yeah, with schoolwork and communicating with them. I act. I'm in, I'm in another math class, but I, I'm so sorry. I, I know it's because I double major. Yeah. If I just stuck to my communication major, I'd be done. I'd be out. No longer in these math streets. I was so scared when I told her I was like, "Hey, I'd like to switch from political science over to psychology." I was certain. I was like, "You've got to give me like two, three more math classes." And she's like, "No, we don't care." I was like, "Oh, I I don't know why." Um because psychology is so it's it, it's more about be, it's like behavioral sciences no, rather than that. like science medically i guess mm -hmm. but i was like i don't know i was very shocked and very blessed i was like i could not have done i would not have survived another math class i i, have. I don't know how i'm surviving i is it statistics you said or what is no it? it's Oh my gosh, Math 25. Oh, it's like elementary linear algebra. Love that. It's, I love my teacher. Oh, she good. makes me feel smart. 
she even though the, the math courses always go too fast for me yeah i take like three weeks to learn a topic even though they just give me one week so by the time at the end of the week i just learn what the heck we're doing and then i'm quizzed on it. yeah it's and I'm really like, tough I, I don't know how to apply this i just learned what it is like why it exists yeah not how to not apply how to that in life yeah in real life but now my teacher she's a lot more reasonable with teaching us she has her own office hours what's she her has, name oh devi devi that's her last name it's like shavila it's so sad. I was like, maybe it's the same reasonable math teacher that I had. As mm. if there can only be one. Because, and it's sad because <laughs> I honestly... This is the only math teacher right. I've had that's been reasonable. I was like, because it's, it's, it is really unfortunate. Like, just compassion and anything reasonable yeah. seems like such a rarity in teachers. Like, they, yeah. like I was, I, I've seen a bunch of places. First of all, I saw this woman yesterday. This was really just so sad. She, like, teaches, like, young kids. Like, maybe, like fourth or fifth grade mm -hmm. and he was on you know they do zoom classes and he was saying oh like I've, I've been having a hard time in class because you know one of my parents is really sick and is like is like terminally ill like he's mm -hmm. might die this week so mm -hmm. I'm sorry that I haven't been keeping up with my stuff ultimately I think a week or two had passed and his dad passed away and he was thanking his teacher he was like oh well like you know thank you for telling me that I could take my time with the assignments and and asking about how my dad was like it really means a lot you're kidding that you have to thank your teacher for showing that level of compassion. All she did was say she's sorry. And yeah, that means something. Yeah. But that shouldn't have to be everything to a kid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then um, um, same thing with my teacher. I was like completely taken aback. I, I was certain that he would just give me a hard no and laugh I'm in my face. So tears by my teacher. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Great. You know in math how a lot of teachers are like, if you don't box the correct answer they just say everything's wrong right they don't give you any credit for any work that you did even though they tell you to show all the work so they know what you did they yeah. don't give you any credit this teacher said that as long as you show all the work and she can understand why you ended up with the answer you get you'll get credit for it because, you'll get full credit yeah because because that understands you can't not everyone learns this way not everyone's going to be able to comprehend it to its fullest extent so if you're able to show, show what parts you can of, learn right i'll give you credit I just for right that's i i think oh, i had the same thought yesterday mm -hmm. um for i had to do another one of those assignments like there's like at some point in Spanish class, they assign you a movie to watch in Spanish mm -hmm. and then do a little yes. reflection. Yes. So they told me to put things in chronological order. Now, granted, this isn't the Spanish that we're learning. This is Spanish in Argentina, so the accents are different. I have ADHD. Oh, well, no, but I'm saying that's where this Spanish oh, was set. Okay, yeah, okay, so okay, the dialect okay. is a little bit yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. He's going to knock that over, but just ignore it. Um, <laughs> Because it, it tips over, but it's whatever. We're going to make a lot of just side comments about cash, just so He's you guys one. know. Because yeah. since we're not in the studio, we have to Correct. And have now there's a cash. There's an animal, a gremlin in our yes. presence. <laughs> um, maybe that's what the blog should be about this week. It has nothing to do with what we're doing, but <laughs> it'll about just cash. be about cash. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, uh, oh, anyway, they told us to put it in chronological order. Well, all I was saying all of that just to say that, hey, I'm having a hard, I was having a hard time keeping up and I understood the premise and I knew that all these events were happening but couldn't quite remember 
what in what order you know what i'm saying i was just following a lot mm -hmm. and at some point i was i was like about to submit it and i was like i think that like maybe one answer is skew like maybe what i marked as two three and four do follow that way in sequence but mm -hmm. maybe two is supposed to be one i was like if what if i just get the whole thing wrong mm -hmm. because that one I put one out of order. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing in math. You mess so up one that's single. That's how it grades. I'm, I think it is. And that, and why I'm saying that is like, it's the same thing in math. Like you're telling me that I got one number wrong and all the right work that I did doing that wrong number is going to give me yeah. a zero. It's ridiculous. That makes me feel stupid. Yeah. It it's makes just, me doubt myself completely. Because I'm like, you don't have, I'm like, hello. All you have to do is tell me that, hey, this number was wrong and this is why. Yeah. But all the work that you did with that number was right. And that's why right. you received. You just kind of slipped right here you're other than kidding. that you were going on the you were you were getting there. like it just it makes me crazy that yeah. they do it stuff do stuff like that and i also think it's cheating because a lot of times when you when you put in work like especially now like virtually mm -hmm. all they do is like make the system recognize a number this number or this answer is right mm -hmm. and that's it i'm like you don't even the teacher doesn't even have to look at what you did to maybe get the answer wrong it's just like, oh, well, let the computer do the work. And if you didn't do the things that the computer acknowledges as a right answer, you just don't get the points for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's so cheap. You're not doing any of the work. I know. Like, as a professor. You know what? I don't understand the world of plagiarism now. In, oh, like, yeah. the context of how college puts it. Because in college, they always tell you, work with your community. Make study groups. Find people but in your class to work But also don't utilize any of them. Exactly. <laughs> but also, don't do what they do. Even don't, though you guys are sharing even ideas. Even though you're sharing all the same ideas, all the same information, do not turn in a paper with all the same information. And you cannot credit each other either. Yeah. There, there are a lot of stipulations to what is and isn't plagiarism. And yeah. I think I've spoken... I think I've Spoken, not smoking. Spoken about this before. I don't know if I'm. Sh now I'm thinking. I'm like, do we have long-term fans? Which yes. is, is, is there someone out there that knows when I said this last? But um, hmm? oh, I was also gonna say like on a math test. What about like on a math test? You know how there are specific formulas you have to use in yeah. order to get an answer. How do they know? Some teachers like accuse students of cheating because they have the exact same formula. Now that doesn't and use the exact same numbers. Yeah, that doesn't add doesn't up. Make any sense? You know how many emails my class has gotten based off of cheating? Like just throughout my whole like school career, there's always something in math, and teachers are like, "Did you cheat? Because you guys have the same equation and the same numbers." And I'm like, aren't we supposed to have that? Isn't that good? And, and math, it's math. And math especially, that really doesn't make sense. Yeah. I think that the, the one thing that was like complete news to me was when I um, was accused of self-plagiarizing. You know what I'm saying? Does it, like, when you go back on, like, one of your own essays and, like, you use stuff from... You can use... It could be that... Yeah, yeah, like, uh, in the example mm -hmm. that they told me this was... We were working... It was it was, it was was in high school. It was for... Um, it was for my writing class. We worked the entire year off of one text. One text. It was called Fat and Happy. And we were prompted to make it... Cash, no ruining her coat. That's completely unacceptable. That's strike one, chief. <laughs> um, 
And my teacher was saying, he said the same thing. He was like, you're using, you're using points that you've already made or concepts from earlier in this semester on this writing. And I'm like, how mm. could you not? How could you? Yeah. And I understand that the yeah. premise of plagiarism is that these must be original everything. thoughts yeah. and that if they're not, then you must cite them. And if you don't, that's plagiarism. But yeah. I'm like, you're telling me I'm supposed to cite myself? What the hell does that, that, that look me. like? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I, was just, I was just so taken aback. I was like, it'd be one thing if I use, if we're talking about the color blue and earlier in the semester and this week it's on red and I use the same concepts to copy and paste from blue to red and it's out of context. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, this is on the same paper. We're talking mm -hmm. about how... You know what I'm saying? It doesn't seem completely inappropriate. Mm -hmm. If I'm writing about blue this week and next week, why would I not mention the really great points I made about blue last week? That yeah. doesn't make sense. And and, and this was this was big enough for him that he failed me on the assignment. And because I didn't care about anything in high school, it was enough to make me slip from a C to a D. And he was like, you won't be graduating next week. Fuck. Do you understand how... And I had to do a bunch of work to like... Like at, at that point, I was like, that's unacceptable. You're yeah. telling me that on a first warning, you're going to fail me on an assignment, an assignment that will determine me graduating next week or not. I had to yeah. go talk to the dean, had mm -hmm. to convince him to let me do, redo oh the assignment. God. It was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just don't get it. And I'm like, and if self-plagiarism is really a thing, really a thing that you want to fail me for an assignment for, then you should definitely sneak that in there when you're teaching us the fundamentals of plagiarism. Because yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I had never heard of self-plagiarism until the mm -hmm. age of 18 during this assignment. I was like, wow. that is completely ridiculous. That's ludicrous. Like last year, maybe. Ludicrous. Yeah. That's Indiana education for you. With a bunch of really bitter white men that are balding. That's crazy. Yep. Really fun. Time of my life. Yeah, this education system. I keep thinking, out. every once in a while, I'll be like, I understand why I'm in school. And I know that it's going to get me where I'd like to be. Mm -hmm. But I know that there are alternatives to that. And I wish that somebody or some system would have made me feel more comfortable to pursue that option. I wish, yeah, I wish those options were shown available to yeah. us. I wish that there were people out there who were like, hey, not everyone learns in the school system. But if you have something you're interested in and you want to get to know more about it. We can put you in situations to facilitate go. that. Here's some real life experience. experience. I love these some real life experience. Some hands-on experience to understand exactly how certain systems work. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm learning that everything I learned in high school kind of just went in one ear and out the other absolutely i just had a bunch of old white men tell me everything that that was hap that happened in the world all from a white perspective and something about it i just like it i didn't know sit right about with me. it i was like i think there's more so i'm not really going to retain your history i was gonna say i know very very little i like i retained very very little about the specifics of the united states past and I don't, I'm like, and, and, and part of me feels like I'm missing, like, like, I feel ignorant, which I guess, it, you know, and ignorance isn't inherently bad because it just means that you don't know. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like I know that 
people are telling me that I'm supposed to know this, but I don't resonate with this. You know what I'm saying? This war between two white men had absolutely nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They were not concerned by me or my presence. I was the person, me and my black ancestors were the people funding this. And that has nothing to do with me. in black history than I am in white history. And that also hurts. That hurts (laughs) so much because now all of like, Recently, a lot of like black legacies have been dying because of old age. And you're like, but who's like, that? I don't know who John Lewis is. Who these people yeah. are? That really hurts. It hurts a lot. And then when they die, you figure out all the things that they've done. And in it their hurts lifetime. so much. I was gonna say the other thing is that we so often only honor black people when they're gone. One because yeah. that when they were doing things at the forefront of black history and the black movement and black culture people weren't they weren't in a situation to be honored by anyone but black people white people discredited them and they were up against white people Mm -hmm. and now after it's gone we don't get to learn about it because no one teaches us and then it's like oh i only get to celebrate you after death yeah because and then white people want to start promoting that as if like oh we knew all about this person. No, you didn't. I said you were hiding you them. You just find them on Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. And that's written by a white person as yeah. well. So thanks for that. Thank you. Yep. It really hurts. Yeah. It hurts a lot. I'm learning a lot more now that I'm in college. I'm learning so much more because I'm being educated not only by my peers, but also people. Some POC teachers have taught me a lot about other communities. That's good. Because I've just grown up dealing with the trauma of the black community that I've never really taken the time to learn how other communities are oppressed in this world. Like I oh, know, yeah, yeah. Like I've always known about it and like I've never doubted it before, but I just never took the time to really learn i was gonna say being the black statistics of it the black experience makes makes you have to be so scorned to everything Mm -hmm. like at least in my experience also it's getting dark and turning on um at least in thanks at least in my experience because i know that because I know, and mm-hmm. I want to present this as fact because it's my truth. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's okay. Yep. Well, it's okay because it's mine. It's yep. mine and you don't I have to agree with it. therefore I am. There you so go. everything with me is the reality. There you it's go. The I like that. Um, which is, I know that no one else is looking out for me. And sometimes the black community isn't even looking out for me. So Period. all I need to know is, all I need to be concerned with is my people, my family, my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does make it hard to let anybody else's in because the moment someone, I mean, it's a, it's an unfortunate reality of how people do it, but like the moment, you know, you're talking about racial injustices and then somebody else, even maybe a person of color comes in and talks about theirs, it is threatening to us receiving justice. It's like white America only allows one justice at a time, barely. And I'm like, we, black people are intrinsically always going to be the people to suffer the most. I feel like that's just that, that it's systematic and it doesn't really allow for anything more. And that's not to discredit, you know, other people of color um, experiencing racial injustice and inequity and stuff like that too. But, 
you know, it's like the same thing how we're lump sumed, POC. I'm not POC, man. You know what I'm saying? That's not me. I'm yeah. not people of color. I'm black. Yeah. And it matters because they're, the treatment that black people and people of color receive is different. It's yeah. very, very different. What so else? it makes mm. it, yeah, it just makes it really hard to learn about other people because it feels threatening. I'm like, yeah. you don't, I'm like, no one bothered to teach me about my thing. And now here you are talking about other people's i'm like we don't have there's unfortunately not enough room white people don't give us enough room for us all to be able to tell our story so i focus on mine and that's it it makes it makes me very selfish and i I see that so yeah no i get that i think like i get like all like i just say poc because we all go through different levels of oppression and we're all based on like what community we belong to, we're going to face different realities. And I feel like media tends to push more of, some, more of a community's reality to the masses than other people's realities. And so when like Black Lives Matter has gotten like a lot of, like it's just always, it's you know, just being always being nominated be for a Nobel Peace Prize. Who is? The Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, isn't that you had to be nominated? Did they just get it? Well, I don't know. What do you mean? Because nominated is like, isn't there like competition with that? I think it's it's being it's being suggested that they receive one. I don't know what the specific terminology I should be using is, but it's like it's it's been nominated. It's been it's been recognized as someone who ought to be receiving who ought to receive a Nobel Peace Prize. And also, I didn't know that it could go to organizations. I thought it was just people. Yeah, I didn't so that either. I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, that is great. They deserve that. They absolutely do. Yeah. Also, I think that that's, dare I say, fake you news. Know, Black <laughs> Panthers used to have a, um, a organization that used to meet on UIC campus in the inner circle. That used to be where the Black Panthers would meet and have meetings. That's really cute. Yeah. Wow. The UIC used to be, like in the 60s, it was mostly black. Oh. Yeah. I thought that and she meant the Black Panther movement. I was like, well. Oh, no, just like yeah. the community. <laughs> oh, okay, that's yeah. really cool. And then they were like, black people are pretty broke, so let's just get like a bunch of international students. Okay, and, nice, nice. Yeah. And then, yeah. And now there's. What percentage do you know? I remember looking. People, yeah. It's like 8%. That's insane. Yeah, that's we're eight percent black, but it's mostly so it's mostly um, Asian and Middle yes, Eastern. That I did know. That's like what the majority. This is just crazy. What you like, I like I the diverse. I mean, I like that. I just think it's interesting. I remember within my college picking process. Mm-hmm. I was very drawn to diversity. I knew I couldn't mm-hmm. go to anywhere in Indiana unless it was like IUPUI. Yeah, I was like, I could have gone to basically like an equivalent of UIC in Indiana. Yeah. But I was like, that's 15 minutes away from my house. I cannot know. I need yeah. to be on my own for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I came here and it's crazy to think that it only has 8% because what it was up against was like, oh, if I go to this other school in Indiana, IU, that they have, I think it's like 1% black students and smaller. Wow. So I can't believe that I was like awestruck to see that it was 8% at UIC. And I was like, yeah, I got to go. 8% <laughs> is low. And yeah. now when it's 32,000 people in your undergraduate program, yeah. it, it, it shows up. It looks mm-hmm. different than what 2% looks like. But yeah. I can't believe that it's that small. Yeah. Because it doesn't reflect 
the demographics of Chicago. They're way more. Oh, not yeah. at all. So that's really crazy. Yeah. Wow. Where are all the black people at? And then I just got scared because are they not in school? Um, I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like I know most black people on campus. A lot of them are the athletes. There's a lot of science majors. I've seen a few in my communication majors. It's mostly people a part of sisters and the AAAN. Yeah, AAAN. Makes sense. That's where I've seen most people. Or and one of the sororities. Oh, probably AKAs or Yeah. I can't believe that we have a sorority presence or like a what are they called? Fraternities and sororities. I thought there was like a unisex word to like that encompasses the both. I think it's called a fraternity still. Why do they always default to men? I don't know. They're awful. I don't know. Period. Yeah. (laughs) Um kidding. Um, that's, I don't know. It's so, it's so weird. I don't see any of it happen. The most that I've ever seen in affiliation to the, what do they call it? What? I'm convinced that there's a name for when it's both of them. Anyway, um. I think it is a fraternity. Okay. Because I think one person I know is in a fraternity and it's boys and girls. It's for like one of the medical frats. Also, those make me giggle. I'm like, why do you have a... Rats. No, the, like when it's like like a Christian sorority. I didn't... Oh, I'm like, I thought probably, that the... Like, they I probably thought volunteer the, a lot at churches. Right, but I'm like, I thought the things. point of being... I mean, this is so ignorant, but I'm like, I thought that the whole point of being in a fraternity is to do stupid shit and not Party. have anything worthwhile. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because when Cause it's something what, more than that, always... it's a club in my yeah, head. I'm no. like... <laughs> you never really see the work side of fraternities. I absolutely it do mostly not. just looks like frats recruit people and party. They recruit people, torture them. Yeah. Then they What's don't let them get in called? hazing. Hazing, yeah. And some people are okay with it. Which is, which I want to say okay, because there's autonomy. You do what you want. Yeah. As long, but that's the thing. I was going to say, as long as you're not hurting anybody. And I think that mm-hmm. it can be two things. It can be as long as you're not hurting anybody and also They're okay as long as you're, it. I mean, yes, consent is also good. Yes. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which also seems to be something that's lacking in that community. Exactly. So the whole, I was going to say, I really just, I want to know who's okay with what. I just want to get behind it because I want to I, I it's like I, I would love to I would love to be okay with it but they're not giving me any reason to be yeah there's just a lot of just the whole culture of it is really not a good look yeah. and they're also very exclusionary and like racially especially mm. so I just can't get down with it I yeah, really can't no, I get that there's also a lot of drama that happens in like there can be drama like oh and frats and sororities Brad, Cheated on his test and now he's not the head of the club anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of frats and sororities are dying because of COVID. Because they can't get any new recruits. Oh, nice. So a lot of the frats are disbanded. That's good. They need to stop. They're not up to anything good. Period. <laughs> Some of them have thrown parties. Of course, and of COVID. course they do. Yeah. Even so even when sense. we weren't in a COVID setting, they had a complete disregard for people's lives and health, period. That's what yeah. the whole practice is about. It's about disregarding people's autonomy and safety, drinking a bunch, 
and throwing people off of like buildings that's what i envision and i think mm. i have a very stereotypical like i'm playing into that i don't really truly believe that's what all of them look like yeah. but that is what i'm picturing i'm picturing you wearing sperry something from vineyard vines you're and... more white boy fraternity well yeah yes. of course what white boy fraternity have you been to here well, none of them. I'm. I'm. Just, oh, I, I, this I'm just, is just. This is just. This is just the image I conjure oh. in my mind when I think of a fraternity. You guys are up to no good. You guys okay. aren't doing anything to help other people. Okay. And it's just not a good. The frats look. here are better. Oh, okay. Than <laughs> your vision. <laughs> and like, do they go out and drink every night? Yeah, absolutely. They post yeah. all the. They post all the time of them drinking in the morning, yeah. in the evening, yeah. the afternoon, and at night. And how they're always together at bars drinking or at each other's house drinking. And they're always inviting other people out to drink with them. And then they have their fraternity shit. I mean, stuff. <laughs> and they're like, fraternity! Wow! And yeah. then they'll show the partying again. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't. It just doesn't look neat. It looks messy. It does look very messy. I don't, yeah. I understand, like, being a part of a frat to, like, get network, like, to network with people. Yeah. Especially if the fraternity is, like, spe- like for a specific major, how there's, like, a medical one. That's or business what fraternity. I was going to say. Those make sense, but, like, yeah. I, when I, I feel like those, those in my head, the way it seems is that those are a rarity. Like, those are, those are newer, those are, those are advancing fraternities and sororities that specify what they're and aims to accomplish most in my head most sororities and fraternities don't necessarily do that's how they started off with like volunteering and being a part of like businesses and like networking for the community i think i'm completely detached as to what they <laughs> yeah, do because because, because my aunt wants me to be a part oh, of the my. sorority that she was a part of yeah. she's like in business and so hers helped her get a job and that's what i was gonna it. say is like i think in a mo- not modern but like in in recent years i'm like that makes sense because i can see how you would gain something especially in terms yeah. of like networking mm-hmm. you know a person they know a person you get yeah better. you get alumni who right through there who and alumni that have helped the fraternity or like been a part of it they still support it too right and they're willing to take anyone in there and introduce them to their job because they're like i was a part of this frat i know what they do this person's doing what i did so i got you almost when i envision a fraternity again Think about Party. Brad jumping off the top of the roof. I have videos I don't of fraternity guys think, like just being on the roofs. Yuck. On the railings of stuff. Yeah. I see, I'm not so yeah. like when I think about them, I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about after that, the next morning that they go mm-hmm. and help Volunteer. the Boy Scouts. <laughs> like, I'm not I've never seen it that way. And I guess this is they do a lot. I mean, just over. food for thought and I guess to be the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. This really is a testament, like, in this moment as to what the media will do. Because that's mm-hmm. the only kind of exposure that I've ever had to most fraternities. Yeah. And, of course, and I mean, not of course, and obviously, I've completely run with that idea. And I'm not trying to be buddy-buddy and sympathize oh, with yeah. the white man. But mm-hmm. I'm like, a, the first thing that I think of is how, um, I think there's a 
trope and it might be the reality of our situation which is that a lot of asian not a lot of asian people but in a lot of parts of asia there's this one if you were to ask somebody what black culture looks like they would give you a very stereotypical image of what that looks like and they probably tell you that we're very violent you know what i'm saying and it's because of how we're portrayed in the media yeah most people i mean i know in a lot of places of asia they don't you know you could very well go to some place in india and be the very first person that the very first mm -hmm. black person that they've ever seen in your life I so i'm like i guess like i see how easy it is to really conjure such negative views on an individual or a community yeah because you don't have any don't, yeah. valid exposure like, can to I it even be really upset absolutely <laughs> like i'm upset i'm upset that like they're using what they learned in the media to portray people and that's all their knowledge is and I hate that when they then meet a, like the person that they learned about on the media, that they then think that they know everything. Thing, yeah, and I and think like they can treat you how they expect you to behave without even knowing. I had one friend. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I have one friend in high school, and she's from China, and it was her first time. Like she told me, it was like her first time having a black friend just because there's no black people in China. And she saw my hair in an afro one day, and she asked me if I use, she asked me how I get my hair to be curly. Listen, and sometimes, she asked me if I use the mini curling iron. Listen, sometimes black people will ask me that. And I think maybe it's, listen, I know it's very confusing. People, people all the time will tell me, and, and that, again, to paint the picture, I'm a light skinned, it's, it's, do you have loose curl? Like, I have, you have like, a throw, I, right? Your hair doesn't fall. That's the thing. I'm like, you I do have, like, defined curly hair. And I don't know what goofy made-up number I'm supposed to refer oh, to like it as. Or CB. But you know what I'm saying? Is, so yeah. I can't refer to that. I think if it would be something, it's like 3A. I don't know that that's right. Anyway, I'm just trying to get the people to understand. Yeah. But anyway, I'm like, I don't understand why you think that this can't just grow out of my head. And not like, and not in a way where I think that they're being rude, like, oh, that can't be your natural mm -hmm. hair. How'd you get it that way? I'm just like, how? I'm like, I just don't get it. I'm like, what do you think I could have done to it to get it this way? And of course, you have your twist outs and mm -hmm. your braid outs and stuff like that, curling mm -hmm. rods. But I'm like, this is just how it looks when it's wet. And they're like, <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Like you mentioned, this girl yeah. was like, "How'd you get it like that?" Mm -hmm. And it just speaks to exposure, right? I'm yeah. like, "Have you never seen somebody's hair look like this so when you wash it?" Day in my life routine. Yeah, I'm my like, this is really routine. crazy. Yeah, they're like, "What did you, like? What product did you use?" And I'm like, "No Water. product is gonna make it." is gonna make your 4C hair turn to my 3A or vice versa. Mm -hmm. There's nothing I could do to my hair that would make it, no product mm -hmm. that would make it look like yours. Mm -hmm. It's like, you gotta give me the product that you're using. I'm like, uh, I don't know that it will have the same effect. I'm sure it will look beautiful, but it might not look the same as mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and you were asking, you know, can you even be mad? when people are ignorant because that's what it is ignorance is bliss and i think it's because i'm not blissfully ignorant i'm not happy i'm not i'm not happy i'm not content i'm not content i'm constantly and I having think my ignorance exposed and then i'm constantly faced with reality but, and i kind of miss ignorance but i, but I was gonna I say know the, what's good the that thing I'm is that but i was gonna say i think that the 
you know, when I have, whenever I see some of your aha moments where you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I'm undoing something that I was doing wrong or yeah. was misinformed on. You're satisfied to be better informed. Yeah. A lot of people are like, do not give me the, don't give me, don't offer me better information. I, I'm satisfied feeling the way I do and that's mm-hmm. that. And I was going to say, I think that that's the difference between... I was gonna say there's there's what what do people always say? There's um what's the word? It's not prejudice, it's not um the the thing that they're getting at, I can't remember the word, is like the thing that changes this one word from being racist is you applying those thoughts. So I can have thoughts and assumptions about sororities and fraternities, but is it damaging? Am I going around so spreading it's like there's a difference between, I guess, yeah, maybe let's just use prejudice. It's close enough. There's a difference between being prejudiced and being, except for I don't want to use prejudice. That's not the right yeah. word. There's okay, a difference okay. between, <laughs> there's a difference relying. between being, um, <laughs> I can't think we're going to figure it out. Okay. There's like, but there's a difference between, um, not thinking of bias, right? The, that's much better. There's a difference between no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is hurting. What is it? After 21 years of life, I can't I know, reach into the ball quick enough to find this little so goofy. So yeah. Um, our cry for our plea for help. What should I? I don't know. Maybe I'll just keep going, and they'll get the feeling. They'll get the sentiment, which is there's the, there's a difference between me having an assumption and applying that assumption in a damaging way, and that's what makes racism racism. Mm. That's what makes discrimination discrimination. Okay. Because just because I think, just because I have this idea about what what a sorority and fraternity looks like, and I don't particularly like it, does not mean that I would meet someone in a fraternity and assume that they are going to treat me some kind of specific way. I have an openness yeah. to being proved wrong. Yeah. Racism doesn't do that. It doesn't allow to mm-hmm. be, it doesn't allow itself to be corrected or disproved, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, um, so I was going to say, I think that that's, that's the difference between, um, I think that that's what makes what allows me to be angry about some ignorance because some ignorance is damaging and that's what makes it racist mm-hmm. yeah um yeah. i guess i've dealt i've only ever dealt with people asking me ignorant questions and then realizing that like oh what i said was offensive and like like they'll ask just like about like the only thing i really get asked about is like my hair that's like the only thing people are really comfortable asking me and yeah there's one learn about it and then they're like oh i always thought it was this but you just debunked it yeah um as of recently there was this um there was a new employee at our store like being trained mm-hmm. and he's gone now um thankfully mm-hmm. um something that he would do he was a person of color i'm not sure exactly where he was from but um, he, it was, it was clear that he didn't have much exposure or it, it was clear that he was just very, um, intrigued. He was just very, very curious about black people. And that's a, okay. I guess cause that's innate. I can't help. I can't, I can't stop you from being curious by something that you've never seen before or something that you don't have much exposure to. Mm-hmm. But the way he was going about it was very intrusive and frustrating. And it was in regards to my hair. Anytime I would, um, 
it's just it's it's because of what hair means to black people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would ever have that impact on white people if he said, "Hey, how would you get your hair like that?" I don't understand the impact that black people have with their hair. hair. They don't get I it. It's not the same thing as when you get your little half inch cut off and you start crying. Yeah. It's way bigger than that. It's much much bigger so, than just losing length. Right. So, whatever. Yeah. So, whenever I would come in, and again, because black hair is mm-hmm. celebrated anytime it's manipulated. You know what I'm saying? It's a celebration to do it. So anytime I would come in with a new hairstyle, the first thing that he would do, like without even greeting me, was he would acknowledge in one way or another that it was different. He'd say, oh, your hair is different. Oh, you know, it's interesting. Oh, it's, and he would just, he would, it's like, it's like he was mocking it. Like he would do something with his hands to try and emulate what my hair was doing or he would, and I don't think it was malicious, but I'm like, when are people gonna get that my physical appearance, whether it's my hair or my skin color or anything else about it, is not a, shouldn't be a point of discussion. That's not what you do when you don't have anything else to say. Like, you don't know how to relate to me, so now you're just going to ask me intrusive questions or or you're going to dissect my physical appearance. It's just, it was just exhausting. So anytime he'd come in, he's, oh, how did you do that? Or how did you... I'm like, I braided it. You know what braids looks like on a white person? All the, all that's different is that mine look better because mm-hmm. I'm black, period. And 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 there, there are a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Why are you asking? Why, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like it's, it's very, it's all very manipulative. I'm like, you're not mm-hmm. asking me how I did my hair. You know that. You just want to... You just want to be in my business. Like, what's like, what's the point of that? And I'm yeah. like, and also, just because I'm readily available, just because I'm a black person who might have the information does not mean I'm the place that you need to get it from. Mm-hmm. Look it up. If you want to know well, more about, to. like, genuinely. Like, there don't you, I'm like, show you how and I'm like, not that. only that, but then you'd be giving views to a black woman. Yeah. You're giving her a little bit of money. So go do that. Go, do go that. look up somebody on YouTube. And yeah. give you a breakdown of what black hair and black people have done that history already. looks like. I'm like, I don't need to be the one. I'm not on exactly. the clock. Exactly. I'm not on the clock. Someone <laughs> who gets paid to do it. Please has go done ask it. them. Because it I'm just dealing with other things right it now. It kills me. It kills yeah. me. And my white coworker, not my white coworker, my white boss, um, she always, oh, it's so fun. Why does it have to be fun? Why are you talking about it at all? Are you ever calling white people's hair fun? You have space buns on the top of your head. And I don't think anyone's telling you that your hair is fun. They're probably not saying shit about it. You know why? Because you're white. It doesn't hit the same. The only reason you want to talk to me about my hair is because you want to regurgitate what I told you to your white friends so you can look woke Mm -hmm. or something. Like it just... You know what I'm saying? There's no... It just... I'm like, if you're going to ask me about my hair or comment on my hair every single time it's different, Mm -hmm. then please keep that same energy when you see your white friend, Lisa, and her hair is in a ponytail. Ask her how she did it. Play with it. You know what I'm saying? The only reason, the only intrigue that you have about it is that I'm black, is Mm -hmm. that it's black hair and you just want to be kind of close to it and know it, but like Mm -hmm. not respect it. (laughs) I'm like, I don't need that from you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's always something with the hair. Always. I know. I think that's like the only thing people really ever approach me on. And I don't know why that's the thing that they. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. 
don't get it either. No one really asks me about like my family stuff. I always kind of just. Uh, there are dogs, not in here, but outside. In case you guys hear them. I don't know. People just kind of just. I always bring up my family history. No one ever really asks. I think I'm just always around people who just start talking about their family. So then I bring it up. No one ever directly tells me. I don't think that... Well, I was going to say, the only time that my lineage comes up is when people... And it's, again, it's not a question. It's people guessing what I am, mm-hmm. then being wrong, and then then they are like... Yeah, yeah, it's not like, oh, I'm curious. Like, where are you from? They're just like, oh, you've got to be Hispanic. And I'm like, I didn't say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't understand why you've got to appoint me as a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is always funny. And especially mm-hmm. because... It usually, or at least the way it used to come up was, it's always complimentary and then denouncing me being black. Like, oh, you have such pretty long black hair. And at this point, like when I was a kid, I would straighten it. So it was long and black and really thick. So I can see why they thought maybe I was like Hispanic. Mm-hmm. It just made me look ambiguous. So people would, okay, oh, I love your long black hair. Like, are you like, are you mixed? I'm like, why? You just gave me a compliment. You just told me I was pretty or you just told me that you liked oh. this. And then the first thing that you assume is that I've got to be something other than black. Yeah. I'm like, no, black really does look this good. something else. (laughs) It's ridiculous. So, yeah, people are always telling me, you know, they're just like, oh, you're biracial, right? You're, you're, who's, who's white? I'm like, Mm -hmm. uh, hello. Only the part that assaulted my ancestors. Mm -hmm. And we didn't choose that. You know what I'm saying? I don't claim that. That's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and it's especially weird to defend have to defend it because a lot mm-hmm. of times and I think it's just people being childish in nature as kids but they're like no way you're lying like let me see a picture of your parents and I'm like they're both black why would I what what's where's the fun of me lying about my ancestry yeah. unless you're what's her name uh is it Rachel Dozel Florence Price I don't know who that is she was an 18th 19th century um Piano composer. Pianist. Pianist. Oh, okay. Like, she also wrote piano music. She oh, okay. was a pianist, but she made a lot of clout for writing. She's black or not? She's mixed. Okay. And during a certain point, denounced her blackness. Oh, and yes, yes. And to Chicago. I'm South following. Black people are thriving. Yes. And then she's like, I'm black again. Um, and it's, that's such an interesting thing. Okay, so this recently came up as well. And it's, again, a shame I don't know her name, which was um, this dark-skinned woman who did the same thing that Rosa Parks did. And, of course, they didn't, they didn't boost her story because mm. it wouldn't be perceived as well as a light-skinned Oh, woman. you mean Claudette? Claudette. Yeah, yes. so, yeah, it was because she was dark-skinned. And she yeah. came from a lower income family. family, and then she was supposed she was supposed to be the poster child for the movement. Right. But then I want to say his name is Theodore. He was like a lawyer. He was the guy who pushed Rosa Parks. That he planned with her. So he went to Claudette's neighborhood, and then when he got there, she was pregnant. Oh, and nice. she just dropped out of school. That was it. Yeah, that's the other she, like, information. She just dropped out of school. She was pregnant. She lived in a lower income family, like household, and she was. I think I already said the dark skin. Yeah. And just showing that to the white media, just how the white society would take that. Right. It was they not going to be well received. It wasn't going to be well received. They knew they weren't going to care at all. They're going to see like, well, you see 
how black people are. So then that's why he then chose Rosa Parks. It right. was just like, okay, you, oh, Rosa isn't attached to anything. She's by herself. She's light-skinned, white media will take her better. Yeah. So that's so, why it's Rosa Parks. I was like, so that... Um, they should teach you about Claudette. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's a shame that like I couldn't... Because teen. Yeah, she was yeah, younger. she was um, a lot younger. And I was going to say, it seems like I have mixed feelings on that because I get that there has to be... I get that, like, when you are in aims to achieve... If, when, when you're fighting such a big battle and you want... And these are, like musts for black survival that you would want to mm-hmm. do anything possible to to get people to listen to you but mm-hmm. it is such a disservice to the people who were really who who deserved the credit for it or deserved the honor the same kind of honor and respect that Rosa Parks gave just yeah. because she was white and not pregnant you know In, what I'm saying it's really sad during the t- Late 19th century, early, okay, no, it has to be early 20th century. Um, Bessie Smith, who is, it's either her or Ma Rainey, I was reading that they were a part of some organization that a white person put on to promote black people and black excellence, but then fired one of whoever it was that was a part of it because she was too dark-skinned. And they only promoted light-skinned blacks. It's like, I mean, of course, it's, we already get this, but it's, it's, it's about what's palatable. But it shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't have to, um, it sh- we should never have to censor ourselves just in hopes. It's just a very compromising situation to be in, to have to censor ourselves just to, in hopes for people to listen. Yeah. Um, and it's just the reality of our... To put against each other. Remember yeah. The whole trend, light skin versus dark skin. What do you mean? Do you remember? It's definitely still yeah, happening. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's really, it's I really sick. It. It's really, I, really sick. Black people don't realize that black people can cause other black people trauma. Yeah. It's A lot really of sad. The black trauma that I have has come from black people. Yeah. Not it's, much of white people, which is shocking. But that's, but again, you have to look at the root of that. Yeah. We didn't, that's not something that I don't think, I don't think, I, I am hard pressed to believe that that was something that black people learned on their own. Yeah. I think that that was most definitely something implemented by white people, especially because here's I the. Yes. Because, like, black people that I grew up around, my whole time being there, they always called me an Oreo. Well, I was, and the thing is, yeah. though, but why, I don't think that, why Why on earth would black people associate, well, you know, what does it mean when someone calls you an Oreo? Mm-hmm. What they're saying is, oh, you're black, black but you, you act, act white. white. And why is it that they think you act white? Because How you speak, quote unquote, the king's English, because you seem proper, because you're educated. Was, That's not something, where, where would... Who who made who made the dynamic that way? And yeah. the answer is white people. If you can't be educated, and that's and it's rooted mm-hmm. it's rooted in slave times. It's mm-hmm. rooted in the fact that we weren't allowed to learn how to read. It's the fact that we didn't have access to educations because of segregation. We that's not something. Well. That's not something that black people did. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's white people that gave black people a reason to separate themselves. It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, and again, I'm a person that's rather radical so i will find any way to 
bring reason to how it's the white man's fault and it's because it is it most usually is um so yeah it's it is incredibly frustrating to know that we are pitted against each other and that we do so much harm to each other because i won't discredit that it's not like oh no white people are doing yeah. it but it was in it was installed in the black community for us to get to a place to do that and it is really sad because i'm like we are so caught up um putting each other down and While making also trying to raise each other right and it's and i'm like if we could all just take a second to look at how how we learned such negative behavior and see that it was because we were all enslaved at mm -hmm. a point i'm like i think we could really get past this if we could all just yeah. take a deep breath and start fighting the white man instead yeah <laughs> yeah so it's it is really really sad um and this happens all the time and i and i've been happy to see um, I was on TikTok the other day, um, and I feel so goofy saying that. Like months ago, I was literally like my best friend Takara would always send me TikToks. And I'm like, I'm not watching that. Like I don't trust TikTok. It's yeah. a bunch of white women dancing. I'm not gonna do mm -hmm. it. But it's I really do like how um, I get a lot more black women on my TikTok. Yeah, I was like, I think that it can be really, really powerful. I learn a lot on black TikTok. Yeah, um, a lot. and it's a really it's empowering true. place to be. I, so I really appreciate it. But anyway, I was on TikTok and I was happy to see that this um, light skinned girl was speaking out about how she feels she's been. Um, um, how she feels that the black community and especially um, dark skinned people can put, can, I don't know. It's a, she was just talking about her perspective and how, and, and how it feels to be light skinned in the dynamics of light skin versus dark skin. Because, you know, a lot of times she's like, I feel like the black community doesn't accept me because white people celebrate light skinned people so I much. Heard a lot of mixed black people. Yeah, that as well. and I think that I mean I think it's harder when you're mixed because I'm like you are you are truly a product of of a biracial relationship like that's it seems different but it is especially hard when you don't resonate with anybody else. Mixed people could have the choice of either part of their you know in a lot of cases they they might resonate with either or but. When you're light skinned and you're black, you don't, you know, I don't find home anywhere else but the black community. Mm -hmm. And it is hard when they don't, um, when they ridicule you for looking the way you do. And that's one, not a choice, just in the same way that it's not a choice to be brown skin or dark skin. Yeah. And it's really hard because um, I'm like, I suffer a lot in the community that I want so desperately to claim me mm -hmm. only because of this weird relationship that white people have with me mm -hmm. i don't care yeah. at all about what white people think about me mm -hmm. i don't if i had a choice i wouldn't i wouldn't listen or receive anything from them mm -hmm. but i'm like that's their own sick perception of who they think are palatable which is people that look more like them mm -hmm. simply because i am more fair they treat me better and i think that it's, it's an awful reality of our situation and not one that yeah. i would choose and I'm like, and just for that, I'm less black. Yeah. Just for Which that, is up. you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like I, I get, I, I get that. how hard it is because yeah. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it does really hurt, and that there are a lot of complexities to the situation that are um, ingrained in the experience of someone who's brown skin or dark skin. 
um, because of that, because they're rejected by white people. But I'm like, I am not looking for white acceptance. That's not something that I want. The only people that I want to accept me is my own community. And it's hard. Yeah, that it's also just because of it's slavery so, and everything. Just like light skin were in the house. But even though they were in the house, I'm like, they, they chose that. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, white people chose to basis. chose to separate us in that way for air, no reason. Yeah, sure. Maybe there's air conditioning, but they're still getting beat. <laughs> Okay, they're just not sweaty and beaten. That's like the only I, thing. And I think that that's crazy all the time where I'm like, people are like, who had it better? Yeah, and I'm like, are we forgetting? Are you, are you serious? I'm like, right are now? we forgetting that we were all enslaved? We're that that all we were enslaved. all still we were stolen all from the motherland? We were all right. And I'm like, like, I can't do this. Exactly. I cannot have a fight with you, you about who had it worse. Work the house, and I would have been brooded to work the fields. I'm like, these we are good have good looking masses today. Maybe like good looking in the fields. fields. I'm like, this cotton. doesn't don't hurt your fingers. Comparing comparing I have bad jokes of what I was saying. I'm like comparing evils is so It's so bad. Sick. I there's no there's no winning. Compare evils and think that theirs outdoes another person. Yeah, I can't. I hate it. Cash looks I wish you could all see Cash, but yeah. he might attack. His little eyes are like, I don't know. He looks like he's really tired, but also really has the spirit to fight somebody right mm-hmm. now. That's what if, he looks if like. If someone tried him right now, he'd be at the he'd ready. Go for it. See? <laughs> He's about to catch your body. Oh, listen, um, I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but I'm convinced that animals like communicate with spirits and stuff because I'm it's animals might have their own religions because elephants host um funerals that's really cute I, yes yeah they that's have really whole, cute like, they have a whole tradition i saw a bunch like, of pigeons doing that wow. they were like there was like a dead pigeon yeah and they were all cert- they were all like rotating like mm-hmm. clockwise like in a circle just mm-hmm. around it oh monkeys oh do God. it too like brush a dead one that they see, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do for me, Cash? Well, actually, that'd be really bad if you outlived me. Because cats are only supposed to live like 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. 30 is way too long. I think it's 20. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I do think about that all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be like, yeah, like 40 years old. And hopefully he'll make it there. But wow. I'm like, wow, you will have seen me through that's a lot. Was, yeah. That'll be crazy. That's like a lifelong partner. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might have to kick the can when I when he dies. Mm. I think I'm gonna be devastated. I understand. I'll He's be, like I'll my be, kid. I'll try to be here. For my you. son. Yeah. Aw. The only thing that could make it better is if he had a kid, and then I could have my grandchild mm. with me. Yeah. But he was neutered. I mean, he's always just adopt another cat. You're so right. I and shouldn't be so limited. As yeah. Okay. Yeah. If he doesn't fight it. Yeah. Or eat it. <laughs> I don't think. It's I mean, it's different. Like, like if you get a one-year-old cat. I mean, yes, but I was gonna yeah. say. I mean, it's different. It's it's about. Um, it's about it's it's a hormonal thing as well. But mm-hmm. this, but like if he were a mother and actually birthed the kitten. You know, sometimes they... Mm. What is it that they do? It's like maybe if they feel like they don't have enough resources to live, they'll eat their kittens. Or um, if one is weak, they'll eat that one. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom found a cat 
and she took it in. Well, I mean, this was when she was like a teenager, so it was a long time ago. But mm-hmm. she found a cat and she took it in and didn't realize it was pregnant. So then, it like randomly one day, like she found it in the bathroom with a bunch of kittens and like there were just little kitten heads everywhere because the mom had just eaten them. Because I think that they didn't know that she was pregnant, and she would like wander in and out. So I think that like yeah. she didn't know that they'd be able to like help the kittens and her. So she just. So she just ate it, bro. And she, my mom walked in and saw a bunch of little no. kitten heads. Isn't that freaking awful? That's awful. Yeah. Moments like this, I'm just like, what the heck is the human experience? Yeah. Someone should have to what live. Like, what experience? is that? You know what I'm saying? Someone well, should not have to live through that. Oh, my God. Yeah, your friend. Yeah, bro, yeah. I, guys, shout out to what's his name? V. V, I'm obsessed yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed, bro. He is the love, love of my so life. Hardened. And I'm sorry. I know I only yes. met him once, yes. but I'm going to marry that man. Yes. Period. <laughs> Everything about him, it was his storytelling was mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. It was the fact that he was trying to do the right thing. He was like, hey, yeah. this squirrel looks like like he's, he's had a tough day. I want to help him. Day. And then the squirrel bit him. Yeah. I was so concerned for him. I was like, you could have rabies. You could have any number yeah. of things. <laughs> When it's not, it was the skin around to where he got bit was turning black, and we were like, "You need to go to a hospital." And he was like, "Is he fine now?" I'm gonna eat garlic. Yeah, he's fine. He's great. He got a position over at JST. He was RA, but he was originally a um, what do they call P a PM? peer mentor oh <laughs> he was originally a peer mentor then this year he got they got rid of the peer mentor so they turned him into an ra and so he just recently got it seems like now more than ever you definitely want you a, peer need a peer mentor. mentor they're making the ra's the peer mentor i'm like i cannot help you study i am not smart like i am here well that's what peer mentors are for peer mentors are to help you study keep track of your grades i thought that you this is what i thought it was i thought that ras were like literally just to facilitate any kind of like bonding type of situation bonding Um, emotional stuff distress yeah i thought that that was more so the pms I thought the peer mentor was supposed to, like, who I'm supposed to go to cry to. And I thought that I'm supposed to go you cry to, to, them about to cry to you, like, a little bit, but also, like, while we, like, have a game night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? And eat snacks. Yeah. That's what I thought that it was supposed no, to be. No, you'll cry to your peer mentor about your grades and your school, like, nice. classes and everything. I usually and just do that to your RA with my about, pillow. Like, friends, families, <laughs> relationships, everything. Mental health clubs any involvement you want to be a part of that's your ra but now that we don't have peer mentors the ras are the ones that have to get all in people's classes random thought Mm -hmm. i forgot to finesse some like purple cabbage from work and i know that doesn't mean anything to you but i'm off of work tomorrow and i could have hooked me up with some little pot stickers and some asian coleslaw and i don't have any purple cabbage continue i'm realizing what like a lot of times i'm like i mean not a lot of times but sometimes i'm like what what does the podcast really serve as and it's really just a place for our adhd to document our adhd (laughs) because we really do just come in here for two hours and talk about like a lot of like 
really important things and then interject with a bunch of stuff that people don't get like a lot of this <laughs> like sometimes i'll say things loud and i'm like this isn't serving anyone but me no one knows where this is coming from no one knows what this mean it means and a lot of times it's just visual stuff that only you and i can see i'm like the people yeah. don't know who cash is what is cash, yeah. is it what a, is cash? Yeah. yeah so i don't know i thought that was really funny i, I would like if they could imagine their yeah. like i would love for them to know who cash is but they imagine their own they cash. i don't want them to know who cash is yeah i'm so evil son of no <laughs> we're protecting you guys yeah. you we're actually doing you cash. a huge solid right yeah. now Oh yeah, I think the podcast also just—it's something to de-stress me yeah. while I talk about stressful decompressing. Things. Yeah, I kind of like it's a little break from the escape of everything. Mm. It's a time where we can reflect. It's what's a lot of reflecting. Yeah. I hope people enjoy reflect, looking at our reflections. Yeah, maybe finding some subliminal message or just a message yeah. in each show they i hope they walk away with one thing with one thing i hope you one. either giggled cried or like wrote something down you yeah. were like i hope that like something was like decent like mid enough yeah, yeah. i thought that something just was one mid enough for you to be like yeah i'm like gonna hold on to that yeah 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 and the rest forget about like it's okay because that's what i did that's, i forgot about it i said I it do. and i forgot about it and i hope that you did the same thing and i'm not hurt by it yeah yeah it's we fun we're good at rambling very we're very good at bouncing off of each and other and that was scary because that's why we had to go up to two hours because yeah. one hour was not enough it like ended it was up, terrible it ended up being us like addressing one thing and then, and then three subtopics that we've never like, meant to talk you about talk too much girl You're yeah like, so do you oh yeah yeah <sighs> oh my gosh back. I was going to say, I haven't, uh, well, I mean, oh my gosh. Okay, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. I was just going to give a life update, which is I am now a small business owner. And that seems like, yes! and it seems yeah. like not actually, because I think for you to be a small business owner, you have to be bigger than what I'm doing. But I do have a little shop up on Etsy where I sell jewelry. Um, right now it's mostly clay earrings and I've had a lot of fun making them. Um, it's called Confiscations. And and Dia bought some, and now I'm really excited to give them to her. They're so, so beautiful. We'll I'm after. not even saying that because she's one of my best friends, and I love her to death. They're actually beautiful Thank for an incredible price, especially since we are college Thanks. students. Yeah, and as you all know, I make. 30 cents an hour. Yeah, that, so, listen, I can't, so, I'm never going to be able to unhear that. Yeah, and I really wish I could. Every time you look at me, you'll know. Listen, what I'm, I'm really, wishing. really upset. Yeah, I am too. For all the stuff I do as an RA, and that it's 24 hours, and I have to handle all the residents, and just the different uh, shenanigans they put me through, I should be appreciated and paid more and treated better and protected better. Listen, I think about this all the time where I'm like, I don't understand how so often, like it's just things can't be put at a base price. They can't, like people aren't investigating the integrity of the people or the work, mm -hmm. the integrity of the work. Mm -hmm. I just, I just don't get it. Like this is random, but I think about this all the time at Nando's. There are um, 
everybody's paid the same. And I don't know why I thought it would be different. Maybe it's just because it's a oh, restaurant. Wow. Okay, it's news to you too. I'm saying the people who are slaving over the grill, like yeah. I'd say that one of the harder jobs is going to be the exact same as, as whoever the greeter is. Really? Is that not absolutely obscure? I think no, I should. Yeah. I think that when I pick up a cash shift, I should be, be paid less than for waking up at eight o'clock in the morning, putting away any and all of the incoming. I mean, think of think of every single thing that it takes to oh, run a restaurant. Yeah. When that gets delivered, I put it away. Then I cook it. Then I portion what I cook. Then I clean up for whatever I did and whatever the mess that mm -hmm. the front of house made. And then I take out all the garbage from a seven hour, eight hour shift. And I get paid the same that I do to say hello and goodbye to a customer. Yeah, that's no, It just doesn't make sense. Doesn't you sense are doing an emotional job. Yeah. A very <laughs> taxing. You, you, are, you are not only have to support yourself emotionally, financially, educationally. Everything that goes into the human experience. You also need to be at the ready to take on other people's whatever Everything. and they give you 30 cents an hour yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying i just can't believe it i cannot believe it yeah no and then when there are like really serious situations that happen the ra's get no help we the ra's only help each other if the ra likes you you're not even guaranteed that like and you gotta make friends yeah. or else you're without a support system yourself exactly. it just this is really it's, crazy it's worse, at least from my experience just because i'm a new ra in the time of covid old ras are saying like this is really different from their version of being ra of pre-covid and it's just because it's like we're not allowed to interact with the residents but we're supposed to interact with them we're not supposed to get up close we're not allowed to have any events i was gonna person, say what we're expected oh. to build a community this is seems random but mm -hmm. um it was i don't know i can't remember where i was hearing about this but someone was talking about oh like i'm a camp counselor and they like you have to go through special training on how the do's and don'ts of interacting like physically or emotionally with people like you got to give them the side it. hug and all the other stuff what 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 are the stipulations like you were just saying you're like expected to be close yeah, and, and personal so, with these people but not really yeah, are there stipulations so first, to all the meetings were on zoom so i couldn't even like really meet my staff or any of the upper in person it was all on zoom and i have terrible face recognition sometimes just through zoom apparently because there's like a lot of upper that we met that in person when i see them oh you're like, like who's that like oh. i was like i know you but i don't but i don't yeah because you don't do anything physically for me yeah you don't do anything to show that you're helping you tell me stuff on the screen and then when i go to my boss who's like who's also working for you they don't do anything what was your question? I forgot. Oh, I meant physically. So you would, you would oh, ask. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, That's what so this during, is for. It's about meeting, not answering the questions yeah. we ask. <laughs> during the meeting, they would tell us, like, they want us to build community. But we're not allowed to physically interact with people. And so you can't give me a to, hug. I'm crying. And yeah, not supposed no, to I wouldn't be allowed to do that. I'm also not allowed to enter resident spaces. Oh, they so, would always stand outside the door. They would never come all the way in. Is yeah. that what you mean? I'm just um, thinking about my RA. I'm thinking about, well, it depends on the situation. Like sometimes. I'm talking disciplinary. <laughs> um, 
I just remember our thing was, it was so goofy. We would always burn incense. Mm-hmm. We love incense. And it felt damn near anti-black to tell us to take it off. Because it was it was like a thing of it's healing. Because, it, it I get it. The, I know. Yeah, the smoke alarms <laughs> are really sensitive. Oh, okay. In some rooms, so the sprinklers have the water in them. But right. the water has never been changed. The water filters through itself. And it's been there since the 60s. And our, uh, like a higher up boss went to go check the water. And he said it's black. It is, it's not, it's just pitch black gunk. So if any sprinklers go off, your whole room is just going to be covered in black water. Do you that's why they don't want you having Do you incense. understand that that's like probably black mold? Yeah. Listen, this is... Listen. They haven't changed it. The only way to like release it is for the sprinklers to go off. Okay, I've got three things to say. Let them out. Two are fun facts. Okay. One, and when I say fun facts, I mean... This is like, I guess the two. And I guess... And I guess two of them are fun facts, but it's like, listen to how stupid I am. So there's four? So, no, 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 no. no. So two and two. No, no, no. It's just two and one. Oh, okay, okay. But instead of it being fun fact, yeah. more accurately, it's just like, listen to how stupid I am. And they're fun facts to me okay. because I just learned them. Nice. One is that a life sentence is not like life in prison. And I know that that might be stupid for some of you. Like, are you kidding me? You didn't know that? But like, why would you name something that's self-explanatory not be the thing that's self-explanatory and what i mean is why would you call it life in prison if it doesn't mean life in prison life in prison means 15 years or 13 years when you hear that someone has received a life sentence in prison i think they're there for the rest of their lives they're not india they're there for 13 or 15 years is that not stupid so you can now get angry about listen yes yes why is it called a life sentence? I don't sentence? know. And now, catch this. You know when you hear that people have received three life sentences? It's not like, hey, you did this thing that was so bad that like you'd be there even if you could live to 300. It means that they're just there for 45 years. That's what that means. Yep. Get angry about that. Okay, second fun fact. Mold can happen anywhere. I thought that if you just left like water... I'm saying ice machines can get black mold. <laughs> Humidity is enough to make mold sprout anywhere. If yeah. it's dark. Dark enough, if the right temperature, you can get Mold will happen anywhere. Yeah. So when you say that that water's been up there and it's black, sure. it's not just because it's weirdly turned black because yeah. it's old. That's black mold and people are going to get sick if that turns ceiling. up. There's mold in the ceilings, in the dorms, and in the air vents. UIC is That's so dirty. Long. That's actually an extra That's bonus fun fact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, okay, the other thing... That's why a lot of dorm... That's why a lot of rooms are closed off right now. Because UIC tends to just paint over the mold. They are so disgusting. I For, yeah. I mean, I imagine two years ago when I was paying out-of-state tuition, I was paying $35,000 for for black mold in the ceilings yeah. and that goofy little ornament that they put up during yeah. Christmas time that could probably cost too much money. I remember getting so angry. I was like, that's where you put my $35,000. Yeah. It's for that goofy no, ornament. No, the dean put it in his pocket. He put it in his pocket and renovated the entire top floor of UH. 
I'm angry. You knew that, right? I, no, I didn't. Because no, I'm never on campus. I don't know what's happening. The ent- he gave himself like a $500 million bonus in a year. And he renovated the entire, what used to also be other professors' offices. offices. He converted it to an entire first floor. Like his whole office and has a bedroom and shower in there. No. That's what's rumored. I love rumors. <laughs> okay, what's the well, we third? All know that it's one floor. That's ridiculous and unnecessary. Okay, yeah. I delete those because they always make me angry. Yeah, no. I'm like, y'all ain't doing nothing. You, USC is filthy rich, by the way. I know it doesn't look like it. And it, it doesn't, it but that's doesn't. how they stay rich is yeah. by not putting it where it needs to go. <laughs> yeah, they pocket everything for themselves. And then all the cases that they want you to make, that they try to make you seem that they care about they don't they get mad at like the smallest things rather than the really big things i'm sorry for interrupting your no it's okay i couldn't remember the third one anyway Mm -hmm. it was it i knew i did it out of order because the third fun fact was gonna be about something that you had just previously been talking about Mm. oh my god i think it was the thing about the mold it was the life sentence it was the mold and then what was the third thing it was something that i just learned I maybe the third one was really the second one. It was just about the mold because that's what you were just uh, been talking about. Yeah. But I'm really, really upset about the life sentence thing. I am too, cause I thought life sentence would be like the rest of your life. That's a life sentence. Doesn't that make sense? I don't I would understand why. Fifty they're... years. Like I'm getting, 60. like I'm getting very angry. I don't mm-hmm. understand why on earth. Why would you name something? A thing that it's, it's not. It's like, it's like calling an apple flavored drink orange juice. It's not orange juice if it's apple juice. Why would you do that? I think maybe they're like, because <laughs> if you spend 15 years in prison, your life is over once you're out. As soon as you hit, you. as soon as you're in prison, your life yeah. is over anyway, which yeah. is a really sad reality. Which is really sa- it's another form of slavery. Period. It is. Solitary confinement? Yeah. That's, that's abuse. crazy. That's cruel. Exactly. <laughs> Rather than giving people like mental, um, like rehabilitation, like psycholo- like psychologists go in there, give them, um, what's it called? Therapy. Talk about their traumas, what they've been through. How they ended up they where ended they up. are at. Exactly. I was going to say, there's a bunch skills of... skills that they could learn once they're out. Like, yeah, sure, you might... Maybe you can become the CEO, but depending on how this country is and who is running it, don't get your hopes up. I was just... Oop. <laughs> I was just talking today to someone about um, what prisons look like across the world. And mm. um, I'm sure everybody knows this by now because it's mm. like basically everybody's favorite fun fact. But yeah. Norway... They're going crazy with their facilities. Are they really good? They're fantastic. Yeah. They actually care about bettering the lives mm-hmm. and the dispositions of the people who end up in prison. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're going to let you exercise. We're going to give you this cute little rec center. And we're going to put you in a place that resembles a house as opposed to an actual cell. Yeah, yeah, it's really scary. Like a four by four they let them go outside in a cinder block and that's so scary that i have to be like hey they they let you go outside that shouldn't be a win you know what i'm saying that should be i'm not saying it should be a human right because when you infringe on other people's human rights like life then maybe you don't get insured things but you know what i'm saying they're people nonetheless 
and like people um, were like weed, which like like but that's but that's, but that's even I was gonna say but people in Norway probably people? aren't ending up in prison for yeah anything oh, we're drug Norway, right? yeah. Okay, yeah sorry <laughs> do you think so now that white people like weed and they can make money off of it by creating dispensaries do you think they will now free our brothers and sisters that were incarcerated for weed don't ask me goofy questions like that you know the answers. <laughs> like, you know like, the answers now i know that i know that up with that i can't remember who it was but one of our candidates in the prior elections um, said that they wanted to, um, what are they, I'm just going to use the word liberate because I don't know okay. a better one, that they wanted to liberate people who had been incarcerated for, um, for non-violent drug-related offenses. Yeah. So somebody, I know somebody out there, and again, because white men are saying it, I'm like, kind of take it with a grain of salt. I'm mm-hmm. like, you say that because it sounds cute, but are you really going to do it? Yeah. So someone has said that before. Mm-hmm. And when people say things, it's like, it's the worst. It's like, I want to be able to trust them because yeah. I'm a kid and I have bigger things to go on than to fact check you. Yeah. You should probably <laughs> just be honest. But I'm like, if you said it, yeah. then maybe it's plausible and you really could. So mm-hmm. I'd like to think that that's possible. Um, but that would take a really long time, and I think that by the time that they really got around to doing that, they'd probably be released anyway, which yeah. is really sad. Bro, everything about this world is cruel. I know. <laughs> All right, we have 20 minutes. Wow. Isn't that We'd crazy? We might have to go a bit over, just because with the intro, I didn't introduce myself at all. What do you mean go a bit over? Like, at, like we have 20 minutes left. Until we're at two hours. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying let's go over to like two ten just so we can redo the intro. Like, hi, this is oh, okay. Scott and Dear Herndon. And then edit out like the first fifteen seconds and replace it with that. Okay, you said we go Lawrence and I was saying go over. Oh correct. Yeah. <laughs> Me explaining this. That's funny. Yeah. So just that we're gonna tweak it a bit. So we're, I'm just gonna Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, the only reason I was saying we don't necessarily have to go over is because we still have time to just correct it in these last 20 minutes. Like, we still have a whole 20 minutes. We can... Oh, but I wasted I, like two minutes. But it's already, it's already skewed now, and I don't know mm-hmm. what to do because now we've talked about this. We could just leave this in. They'll be fine. <laughs> and plus, plus, they know, you know, it's candid. And I think, I'm, I guess we never... You're right. We will at some point need to go back and introduce ourselves just so they know who we are. But um, I feel like because it's on Spotify. Yeah, they really don't know who yeah. it is. But um, oh, did I already tell you got my ears pierced? It's been really hard. Your ears? Yeah. Oh. It's did it hurt. I really like absolutely. the Absolutely. That's something I want to do. Um, that I want to tattoo. Oh my gosh. Why is it so hard right now to get a tattoo? I don't know. I just mess the girl that I messaged um for a tattoo. She got back to me, said I could hit her up, ask her about booking an appointment. The I one asked, her name's yeah. Okay. But I'm talking to Sema. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as like I sent her the email, she's like, I'm moving to New York. Nice. I'm like <laughs> That's Are you that's gonna get really back crazy. to my email? Cause I sent her, I I actually was like, okay, I want like a really small tattoo. I'm sure you have butterflies in your, because she's only doing by flash appointments. Right. And so I said, I'm sure you have butterflies. What What's your availability? 
I'll make it work. And she hasn't gotten back to me. But she's posting all day on Instagram. Um, yeah. It's really, that's really discouraging always. I'm yeah. like, you're active. You're showing me that you're active. And I'm a potential client, paying customer. And you don't mm-hmm. want to respond to me. Yeah. It seems so disrespectful. Um, yeah. It's really, I don't know, like, at this point, I feel like a lot of people are coming into themselves, like, understanding better who they are Mm -hmm. and wanting to celebrate that by adorning their body in some kind of way or another. Piercings, tattoos, whatever it is. I gave myself a partial tattoo on my wrist. Oh, stop, little, it's red? Yeah, it's red, and there's supposed to be stars. I can actually kind of see that, yes. Yeah, it just hurts so much. And when I say kind of, it's only because I'm so far away and we're in very low lighting. But yes, I can can understand that it's the little, it's the this thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Look at that. That's crazy. Yeah, I have to fill it in. I'm hoping that when I get this tattoo, they'll see this and be like, want me that's to... awful, want me to just finish that for you. I'll be like, oh my awesome. gosh. I was going to say with such, um, you're funny, <laughs> with, um, sometimes they're nice enough to do that because, um, when it's really, like I know, oh, it was someone freshman year of college, she had a stick and poke of a smiley face yeah. and wanted to get it just done over so it'd be like rich. Mm-hmm. And the minimum is going to be the minimum no matter what you do. So she had to pay $60 for it. And I'm sure that, and she had another one or she wanted like, she had another sticking poke that she wanted them to clean up or something like that. Usually they're nice enough to do it because the minimum is so much more than what you're truly paying for anyway. Mm-hmm. Just as like a standard price. So sometimes they'll, they'll do it for you. They might. Yeah. They're really, know. really small. I, I'm sure they yeah. will. If they're she's, nice. She's yeah, I hope she's nice. But whatever. Um... Okay, do you want to do the intro and then... Hello! Welcome back to Ruby's apartment! This is where we'll be taking place now, so bear with us as we get our sounding right. Um, And let us know... Well, I don't really know how feedback goes on Spotify, but we're posting on Spotify now, so... Mm -hmm. um, You'll also find us on iTunes. And on iTunes. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Um, But I think that you... I think that a lot of the listeners are friends of mine or yours... So contact us if you think that the audio could be better or if you're if you've got if you've got qualms with how we're doing this and you think that mm-hmm. it can be improved in one way or another. So let us know. But um this is Ruby Scott and India Herndon. You're listening to Black Untitled. Unplugged. Unplugged. <laughs> that's what that's what we're calling this now that we're um not in the UIC radio. So yeah. Um unplugged. Um we still have to follow the guidelines, which I'm hurting to follow because I curse a lot. And I'm like, we're not in the studio. It feels <laughs> like I can really talk yeah. it up in the way I want to. So um, we'll try and keep it clean. But try yeah. and keep it PG. I will try to do it every week. I know last semester last semester was just a lot. This is like, perfect. We never actually talked about that. Yeah. So we're going to spend the next 14 minutes okay. doing that. <laughs> yeah. Last semester was a lot for both of us in different ways. And committing to the show Sorry, I don't know why I just stopped right there. You did. I looked up and I was like, what's going on? Want me to pick up where you left off? Yeah, Um, yeah, it was really difficult for us in a lot of different ways. Um, It's like, I think that we both recognized that the show was something that would be healing during such stressful times. It's like, I need some way to feel at peace. I need some place to feel safe and to relax and unwind. But being, you know, for a bunch of different reasons, it's like, oh, maybe your health didn't allow you to do that 
we both live 50 minutes away mm-hmm. when we're trying to save money and not Uber. I don't, I don't know you to be a person that Ubers at all, which is like good for you. Look at uh, you saving I, your money. I, I just take public transportation. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. I used to be that person. Mm-hmm. I wish I were that person. It's I think because it's so cold and I have to leave. It's like work is... Um, now, see, this is why we have two hours. I'm no longer talking about <laughs> last semester. But I live just six... It's I think it's just like knowing the reality of... How, of the time that I need mm-hmm. and how valuable it is when mm-hmm. I have so much on my plate. I'm like, I can either pay $8 to save myself like 40 minutes mm-hmm. or I can spend nothing and then be really, really cold outside in the negative to six degree weather. And yeah. so I really do pick and choose my battles because I have to get up so, so early. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and it's so cold and there's snow. Mm-hmm. I do go ahead and just Uber now to work. But like the other day I was downtown. Oh, fun project. I'm helping my friend, Iomi. Shout out to Iomi. Um, um, I helped her with her project and modeled for her. And, um, cause she's a, I don't, saying a fashion designer seems elementary, not because it's elementary work, but because yeah. what, it's what I was calling it when I was a kid. And I'm like, mm-hmm. there's got to be a better, classier name for the work mm-hmm. that she's doing. But anyway, she's um, she's a seamstress. No, that's not right. That's not enough for what she's doing. But anyway, yeah. I'm helping her with her project. I was downtown and I was like, I cannot bring myself to spend money on three ubers today that's completely inappropriate so i was like so i was like i'll uber to work i'll take the train downtown and then i'll try and take the train home and then i realized it's negative six degrees outside with a wind chill and i really can't be out in the elements for 50 minutes it's just not Mm -hmm. something i want to do and then the uber was 36 dollars. i said so i'm hopping on the train yeah i went ahead and just was cold with no battery power i had my phone was dead and i was like i'm taking the train home i wanted to but i was like 36 dollars for a ride home i can't do it but anyway um this is all to say um anyway so yeah me and me and india live in different parts it's not always convenient your mental health or school might not always be permitting. So we had a yeah. hard time trying to make this good thing that it is happen. Yeah. I also had a lot of work conflicts. Like I was always working yeah. with the two jobs, with the meetings, with school. Um, and also just having to now being like back in school and having more responsibility each year and just the way COVID affected me. The show, ugh, it's like I wanted it to be first, but I had other obligations that had to come before it. Because this show isn't what's going to get me my degree. Yeah. <laughs> it's my classes. So, yeah. I think that something and that I'm kept really happening. Sad over, and I came sad over huh? the semester. I want to say it was depression. Oh. I'm just saying I got to a really low place. Yeah. We're just sometimes doing the show. Like, sometimes I would come over like with the intent to do the show but then it was just like it's i think that's something i can't remember what it's called there's this thing it's called like revenge revenge sleep or something like that or revenge something and what it is is you know people are you know the way that the united states human experience is set up Mm -hmm. is that you have to work from your nine to five then maybe you have class 
And then you, you know what I'm saying? You find yourself with the first time to take a deep breath in a day at the same time that you're supposed to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I find myself doing that a lot of the time. I go to work at 8 a.m. Then right after that I have work, I mean, that I have, then I have class at three and then another one ending at five. And then I sit down and just sit and do whatever for the first time in a day. Mm -hmm. And then you end up not going to sleep because you want to create more time for you to do nothing or to do something that you want to do in a day. Yeah. And I think that that happens a lot too, where sometimes it's like, I could be doing, you know what I'm saying? You My come over works, here yeah. and you want to want to do the show, but it's like, I yeah. also would like to just- This is like my first break from campus because i'm on campus all day long yeah i don't get to go anywhere else i was gonna say i'm and sure that is, is actually really weird because yeah, i i at is, least i mean we both work but mm -hmm. your work is also on campus you it's don't right move. across the dorm yeah you don't go far i really don't go <laughs> yeah I'm outside at most for like a minute Depending if I get stopped at the light. Oh, I'm <laughs> dead. The, like, that's the only thing that makes me go outside. Yeah. And you. And, like, if I didn't have the show, I didn't go out at all. I was going to say, that's my thing, is if I didn't have work, I would genuinely be confined to this apartment. Mm -hmm. And that would be... I would be go crazy, yeah. bro. Because <laughs> it's like... And I really appreciate that I found an apartment that I mm -hmm. worked to support myself in an apartment that has more than one room because I easily could have I mean the financially savvy thing to have done was probably going to be to get a smaller apartment mm -hmm. but I'm like especially during COVID when like I might be isolated to just my house oh, yeah. imagine how you would go completely stir crazy in one room one room without a job maybe or yeah. something like that I would lose my freaking yeah. mind so yeah, but last semester was incredibly chaotic. Mm -hmm. Things just kept happening, and it was yeah. really, really not funny it wasn't at, at all. all. But this, um, who knows what will happen this, this semester? This semester, shit does still keep happening. But yeah. I think, but I think that I'm better equipped to handle it, and it's and it's a little bit better. There are a lot of things that have let There's, up. Yeah, no. Because I'm, I'm like, life keeps happening, mm -hmm. and it sucks. Mm -hmm. It honestly does. <laughs> but I think that you know, I I have enough room to breathe and enough. And enough facilities to help me get through it so yes also we're posting on wednesdays now oh yeah what's today wednesday, wednesday. okay yeah god i'm such a lunatic we're posting on wednesdays now yeah so that's another so update. just always expect a show on wednesday we're gonna call this what are we gonna call this i think that we're gonna call this like a merge episode a merging episode where it's oh. like a transitional thing it's Kind of disheveled, kind of ugly, but nope. it's okay. But you, you guys know, know how you, we roll. You, you know how we roll. This is what you come here for. Now, no one's coming here expecting anything different, I don't think. And <laughs> yeah. if they did, they clicked off a long time <laughs> <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I guess next time we'll lead with the same update just so that yeah. people know because this is... Messy. Yeah, it's yeah. messy. But it's okay. okay. Life is messy. It's okay. we're, we're rolling with the freaking punches, Yes, man. we're getting through this together. We sure are. Yeah. Okay, bye. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was all for this episode. Um, are, Do we have seasons? Are we going to call it anything? Like, in my head, I'm like, all right, well, that was, that's the end of this episode. Do we call it episode? This, I don't Session? Know. Is this yeah, season three? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, if we just, well, if we just say that's it for, you can tell some people too, like, that's it for this episode. See you next time. 
Say, Stop! What did we used to do? We'll oh, I guess. See you next time. Well, we would say we're in the studio. we were in the studio and someone else was kicking us out. Yeah, <laughs> that was the other thing. That's how we would say goodbye. That's and really. We stay tuned for this person's show. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh, I miss but... that. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see you next time. We'll see. You'll hear us next time, guys. We're... Also, yeah, they never see us. Yeah, so... well, you'll hear us <laughs> next time. Can't you'll hear. Whoa, I'm we've got to leave that in because I don't know why, but G O O G L E just said, um, just tuned in to also like sign off on this episode, so that was really scary. I'm gonna clock off now because okay. that was scary, but um, you'll hear from us soon next week, Wednesday, next week, Wednesday, yeah, yeah. and we'll tell you the time next week, yeah, <laughs> okay, have a good night, adios, hasta Bye. luego.